0: Welcome, everyone, to a special series of um, our podcast, Patrick Trimpe here, I'm the head of sales of Larry and former VP sales US at Starmind. And um, I want to talk about discovery calls for outbound salespeople. And I want to make this especially tactical. So my goal is that you have less talk time with your customers uh, in your first very first discussion after an outbound series. Um, you have a very first discussion, which is usually called a discovery call, but very often not done so. Um so most so I've I've heard many people out there um struggling with discovery calls, because uh, they tend to go into talking about their own features and and benefits and use cases way too quickly, rather than really go deep into the customer's pain. And um, I I seen sense, that's one of the, the Yeah, one of the pain points for salespeople, especially for those salespeople who do outbound you can imagine um, if if you get an inbound lead as a salesman, it's much easier to have these people talk that came to you rather than have those people talk who you approach. Um, That's naturally so because if you approach someone by cold calling or by cold emailing or reaching out via LinkedIn, and that person agrees on a meeting, this person very likely or based on the last 500 600 or 1000s of discovery calls I have done. um, Those people's expectations are usually they can sit back and listen to you. And that's a big struggle. um, Because that's their expectation. So how do we do that? How do we make these first calls uh, as valuable as possible for you, as well as the customer and not just talk about our stuff, and really find out what the pain is and what what the potential is of of our solution. Because when we talk only um, as salespeople, where if we only talk and the customer doesn't, what can we say about the potential of that prospect after the meeting? Yeah, you're right, exactly. Nothing. We have no clue whether that customer is um, it's interesting for us to continue to talk um, whether that customer whether there is a, a problem we can solve maybe there's a f- very short feedback in the end from the customer that yeah that's product is great and uh, let's continue the discussion or something like this but without really hard commitment and uh, that's where we usually land and we have no clue whether that is coming so that's why the goal today is um, I want you to increase the time your customers talk in the first discovery call or in the first call you have with your customers. And this tactical device, this should should help you. I want to go through a little agenda. We first talk about scheduling um, of the meetings then preparation, then we go in an introduction and there the technique comes into play. How do you do the introduction so that? You can immediately ask questions before the customers want to know all your features and your benefits and whatever um so we talk about that and then we talk about alertedness within or during the call we talk about questions, or i talk about questions um uh, that you should ask during the discovery call just broadly not not too deep and then um closing questions and the next steps That's basically the agenda for for today. I hope this doesn't go well. We're five minutes in. I hope this doesn't go more than another 20 minutes. And um, yeah, I really hope that it will help you tactically to to become better um, with your discovery calls and also have more meaningful conversations with your customer because that's the ultimate measurement for the discovery call. When the discovery call, you can call it meaningful in the end. You will have been successful so so now five minutes in let's dig in scheduling um so i was talking about discovery calls for outbound salespeople because as we said those who are cold calling linkedin outreach or email um, and maybe even letters or or other um, measurements to reach out to customers their goal should be to Schedule a first meeting that is about 30 to 45 minutes, mine usually 45 minutes. The meetings um, of which I talk, I ask questions, sorry, I ask questions for 35 minutes. I quickly ramp or I present what we have within five minutes. I leave five minutes for discussion and to schedule the next meeting and to decide whether actually um, it is worth for both of us to talk so I schedule a meeting 45 minutes when I do a cold call I try to immediately when I sense there is a chance uh, with one of the questions I ask, that there is a chance we have a benefit for the customer I try to close the, co- the cold call and schedule this discovery call first as well so that we have more time to talk about um, to, to to dig into the situation of the customer and that's why I usually go even with cold calls I very often go for immediately to 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 close it and to schedule a discovery call, if I sense that somebody in a cold call has a lot more time, I try to put in the discovery call in the cold call, but that's dangerous because we tend to omit a lot of questions and we we make assumptions about certain questions that we could have asked but didn't ask, and then we assume oh it was sure anyway that he would or she would answer this um, and as soon as we make assumptions um we make mistakes we don't know we don't truly know Um, and by assuming the more assumptions we make the unlikelier is that we can close the sale or the unlikely we 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 really know what's going on and that's bad so don't make any assumptions and to come back so i do this cold call and if i can i schedule um The discovery call 30 to 45 but usually 45 minutes that's at least what you probably need um, for a solution that yeah costs between 10 to 200 k a year um so for the preparation i send a a short agenda the agenda is usually introduction round that's the first and then the second is your situation and challenges That's the second one. And the third one is Larry's solution. And the fourth is next step. So we have those four points. I usually send them in the meeting request. I send the agenda with. So you have this call, the customer comes in and maybe you have a little bit of chit chat. But it's not what makes a sales success. Sales successful. So get away from that. Try to <clears throat> shorten the small talk, and start with this: "Dear prospect, can I make a suggestion on how we proceed? On, on how we proceed today?" What will be the answer of the prospect? Always the same: "Yes, of course. Yes, of course." So if you haven't sent the agenda, say this. If you have sent the agenda, and say it anyway. So. Are you okay, dear prospect? Are you okay with the agenda I sent to you? Let me rephrase again. Let's do a quick introduction round first. Then I would like to ask you a few questions so that in a third step, I can really precisely tell you how we can potentially help you. Is that okay with you? Yes, of course. 90% 90% of the people, if you say that 90% of the people will say yes, of course. No, I mean, uh, 99% actually, almost everyone will say yes, of course. Um, <clears throat> and then you have the permission to proceed with your there. There might be someone who says like, mm, yeah, I was expecting you, you start now. Um, then it maybe needs a little bit more explanation. But you, you, you see where we are going with this we need to explain why it's beneficial for the prospect that we ask question first and she or he gives us information first before we give any information um so that's the crucial part we need to explain the why and the why is i usually say when when there is more explanation i mean from the introduction you already see you see a why i said hey Can I ask you a few questions so that we can precisely tell you how we can solve your problem? Which basically means I usually say, dear prospect, you know, I could talk probably for hours about our features and functions. um, But that wouldn't be a very good use of your time because they're highly likely stuff comes with that you're not really interested in. And I would really like to first figure out what... Make sense for me to tell you. And if I ask you a few questions, first, I can probably very quickly within five to 10 minutes tell you whether we can help you or not. And I'm going to be honest about that. I'm going to tell you if I feel like we can solve a problem for you, I will tell you that. So that's the important thing. The The introduction, I forgot one small thing at the beginning, always say something like, hey, the goal of today is for me to to have enough information that we both can make a decision whether it's worth to invest more time into a further evaluation that's always my goal that i state at the beginning and it's a good goal because it's not too um, aggressive so it's about we gather information from each other so that we can decide whether we can invest more time and it also tells them that you want to evaluate whether it's t- worth your time as well, because it's, we, we have to come away from, it's only the prospect's time that we, we use. We also use 45 minutes of our time here and potentially even more. So why should we do a demo, for instance, um, if that person, it's not worth uh, doing a demo because we can't solve a problem or we can't help them with any of their initiatives. So we are not a priority now. It's not urgent or, any, or anything. Don't waste your time here and now. Just make sure um, that you tell them that at the beginning that your goal is to find out whether it's worth your and his or her time um, to invest more afterwards. Exactly. That's a small thing before even the introduction. Now you have done the introduction. Uh, you said hey let's do a quick introduction round and in the second step i ask you a few further questions so that in the third step i can give you very precise information about how we can help you or not and it will tell you if we can't help you uh, or if we can and then we both can decide in the fourth step whether it's worth our time and schedule the next meeting is that okay with you yes that's okay with you perfect good now you continue and start with your questions and one thing that you really need to be you stay alert you need to stay alert of the emotional state of the person in the call you need to stay alert whether the person is becoming impatient sometimes people become impatient if you ask like 10 questions and never give any information um, people can become impatient so you have to be alert to this and take action and make sure you may not ask all the questions you have, but you make it quicker. Or in between, you give some more information from your side as well. If you really sense that people get impatient, I can tell you one thing from the past thousand discovery calls I've done. One in ten people will become impatient. Depends a little bit on the, on the level, but one in ten is becoming impatient. And then you need to, you need to be Um, yeah, you need to make sure that you don't stick exactly to your script. Uh, Don't stick with your script. Don't just follow through blindly. You need to be empathetic. You need to to make sure that you sense the emotion of of the other person. And if the other person becomes impatient, you change your approach a little bit. You give them a little bit more information and that will happen as i said to i one out in 10. so don't worry it doesn't happen often most of the people love to give information they love to answer the questions if they are good questions and let's make sure, that sure that they're good questions now so you start two questions two important questions at the beginning maybe with the expectation so hey what actually is your expectation today and then they will tell the tell their expectation and their expectation almost always going to be yeah i'm looking forward to here learning a little bit more about your product great that's a good one here you can say again perfect so after my questions i can gladly give you a little bit more information uh, very precisely on how we can help you is that okay yes that's okay so you have the okay once again use that here once again, with the expectations do ask about the expectations and then go into first question, the easiest to start with, even you, you did outbound and people come in with a different expectation. Um, the first question is, why did you even take that meeting? Stop, wait and wait for their answer. By the way, never ask two questions after each other. A lot of salespeople do that. Um, Most of the time, the first question is not answered if you ask two questions after each other and it's just shut up one question after another. That should be very easy. So why did you take that meeting? Um, You can also ask something like, hey, I sent you that mail. What did intrigue you from that mail? Stop, wait and listen to the answer. And from there, very often, you can go and, and ask follow-up questions, dig into the topic um, and the broad topic should be or the, the broad um, agenda. Now, your viewers' situation, you ask about their situation, how they, certain processes work, um, then you go into the problem or pain gain, it's called. Um, so sometimes they have a pain, which is very strong, and sometimes they want to achieve something. So they want they want to double their revenue. And um, so that's a gain, basically, that the next so the next step is going to be to find out what their, their, their pain is, or if they have any, um, yeah, any goals this year that you really could support them achieve. Okay, exactly. So situation first and problem or pain gain. And the next one, and this is very important and should never be assumed is the implication. So if you had or one of the questions I ask usually before is if you had the perfect solution, how would that solution look like? And then people describe a solution. And a great follow up question is if you had that perfect solution, what would that mean to you? Again, shut up, wait and listen to the answers very carefully. And always, always ask what else if they should give you a list of things, which is definitely like a question such as what's the perfect, uh, perfect solution look like for you. It's not just one sentence or one thing. They the, the most likely consists of three to five uh, uh, features or use cases they want to cover and ask the question, what else? Okay, so we have to. What's the perfect solution for you? What's the perfect, perfect solution for you look like? And then what the implications of that solution are? And here, very important things are said, such as how we would be, we would be much more efficient, or we could lower the risk. And it's so important that people say this. And it's so important that you don't assume this, even though sometimes it's very easily assumable, you can assume those or you can deduce these implications from the problem they were describing but it's important that they say it because that creates an urgency that's where urgency comes into play so it's always about the implication what happens if you don't find a solution the next 20 uh, the next two months that's also a good implication question ask those implication questions. They are the most difficult ones, the most deep ones, but the ones that your customer will love you about the most if you ask them, because it makes them think also. Ask those implication questions. All right, now we are through. So we have the situation covered pain, gain, and then the implication, which creates urgency. And after that, you you're ready. Now you can talk finally five minutes do a short pitch, you've heard all the things all the amazing things um, that they were telling you and you probably know a few similar customer situations that you have been solving already with your with your solution. So what you can do now is describe a situation or or, uh, how you solved exactly what the, the person described before with a similar company. That would be the perfect match if you could do that. Just describe how you solve that problem you just heard about with other similar companies. It takes you usually five minutes. Then a few questions come up from the person. You answer the questions and never forget when the person is asking you a question, you give an answer. Always use that answer to ask immediately another question. Don't stop. Don't stop after answering the question because then the power to the conversation goes to the person who asked the question. So be that person, Ask, use the, the opportunity to ask a question back. If a person asked a question that was that might be difficult to deduce for you where the question is coming from, ask question, can I, may I ask, where's the, where, where the question coming from? And then the person will tell you where why she or he had that question. And that's amazing. So you learn another important thing about the situation of that, of that customer. Perfect. After that, you have a few closing questions to to ask. um, If all the questions are are set, you can say something like, hey, if we can solve these problems for you, is it worth for you to invest more time? Yes, of course. Perfect. Now you need another three questions um, or two questions that are important. The first one, obviously, is how does the decision process look like within your company? And then you will have a thorough description, hopefully, of the decision process, who is who is involved so that you guys can decide on what the next steps you should take. If there are a lot of people involved in the decision process, you may have a few of these discovery calls that we just talked about with every and each and each and every one of these people uh, singularly. So you talk to each of them and take and, and um, pick up their needs and um, their beliefs and goals, and then do a demo with all of them. Or if you see someone who's or who could be your champion, do a demo with their champion and really convince that person um, that you are the perfect solution for their problem, so that they will work in your favor in the company. I said demo, but obviously don't demo. Uh, before a thorough discovery call that we were just talking that I'm just talking about now yeah. all right we are soon done um so that's the first one the decision how does the decision process look like important instead of just asking where's the budget coming from uh, that could be a next question Not where's the budget coming from but Do you think, do you have already reserved some money for a project such as ours here? That's a good question to ask if you're talking to the economic buyer. Another very, very important question, especially inbound leads, but also you can ask that always without bound outreach or you have to. Have you been looking into other suppliers? Ask that question, even though it's uncomfortable, even though maybe the answer is yes, of course, um, it's an uncomfortable answer to get. But you have to ask it. Otherwise, you won't be able to evaluate if that is a good opportunity or not. And then ask what competitors he was looking into and what he especially liked or not liked about those competitors. If you have some more time, if not, next steps. Always, if you think, hey, yes, we can support them. Schedule the next meeting immediately don't, uh, don't let the person go away. And then you have to follow up with email or just always immediately schedule the next meeting. It's definitely worthwhile. So if you have a next meeting scheduled, when you both see it's worth investing more time, perfect. And if not, tell the person, tell the person, hey, I think it's not worth investing more time into this. Um, I think we should both not waste our time talking to each other anymore. Thanks a lot for your information. And maybe you have a recommendation who could actually be interested in this. Um, And then close the call. Yeah, so that's it. Um, I hope that helps you guys um, to have more meaningful conversations at the first discovery call. I think the most important thing and the toughest thing for me when I changed my approach about five years ago to like presentations in the first meeting to really properly discovery um, it was the most important one was the the introduction so once again so the introduction which is may I suggest an agenda for today and the person will always say yes and then you come with your agenda let's do a quick introduction round And then second, let me ask you a few questions so that I can give you in a third step, very precise information about what we can um, solve for you. Because I don't, I really don't want to waste your time. You know, I could talk for hours about our features, but if I do that, I would definitely waste your time. And I want to um, be very careful with your time. So let me first ask a few questions and then tell you about our solution. Is that okay with you? Yes. Perfect. That's it. This is the most important technique to for outbound salespeople to make the first meeting extremely valuable and meaningful. So, guys, thanks a lot um, for listening to this. Please give me your feedback, provide me your feedback if that was helpful. And always also give us some ideas about what you're struggling with the most so that we can share our experiences and our tactics on this. Thanks a lot, guys, and have a great day.